to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson, and wow, we are excited to be jumping into a really important topic today. So I'm so glad that you are joining us. Uh, Very uh, important, I'd say urgent topic for all of us. We are going right into the topic of critical race theory. So not a light issue. Yeah, we're going uh, heavy today. Possibly maybe our most researched issue um, because this is something that we as followers of Christ, we need to know uh, what we believe about it. Yeah, so I'm going to let you know kind of a little bit. uh, We've outlined the podcast uh, today. Uh, Just we really want to hit a few topics. And so I want to let you know where we're going and then we're going to dive in. Yes. And just really chat about this. But we're going to talk about four things today. What is critical race theory? So I think that that's <laughs> right it's an unknown. We need yeah. and and honestly, if you start talking to people, there's a lot of people that are are not sure. Um, and there's some reasoning behind that. So we'll talk about yeah. uh, what is CRT. Why does it matter? Why does it matter that we know about this? Why does it matter that we study us? Why does it matter that we even listen to this podcast uh, to know about that? So we're going to talk about that. Where are we seeing this? Where mm-hmm. are we seeing CRT oh, in our culture, uh, in churches, mm-hmm. things like that? And then what do we do about it? Uh, yeah. So, you know, with as with anything, we got to have a plan of action. What do we do? And so, first of all, we're diving in. What is CRT? Now, I want to ask you to really share uh just so our listeners know, you've done extensive research mm-hmm. on um, critical race theory. Uh, I don't know the exact number of pages, but read over 3,000 yeah. at least uh, pages of material on what is critical from the perspective of critical race theory. Yeah. So you're not just li- you know reading or listening to the anti side. You right. are you are really diving into the origins of it. So you want to tell yep. us what it is. I've, I've loved talking to you about this. You've, you've really helped me, and I, I think that you can help our listeners too. So no, um, so as we talk about what is critical race theory, CRT for short, as I've read, again, like 3,000 or some odd pages of this, I've come to the conclusion that this is not just a philosophy, or this is not just a theory, but a philosophy worldview, um, even a false religion. Paul says this, and we're going to talk about everything we do is based on Scripture. 2 Timothy 4, For the time will come when people will put up with sound doctrine. Uh, Will not, sorry, will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers uh, to say what their ears want to hear. And critical race theory is something um, that people want to hear because they yeah. think it's going to address racial issues, racial tension. Uh, Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, co-hosts of the Just Thinking podcast, they, uh, de- they, they talk about CRT like this. Critical race theory is a new religion preaching a false gospel and its adherents seek to remove God as king. That's why it's so huge. They desire to remove his word as sufficient and they desire to remove his gospel as the power of God unto salvation. So that's why we're talking about this. So the definition of critical race theory, a philosophy, a worldview, which proves uh, really its own hypothesis that the nation we are living in is systemically racist and there's no way to avoid it. Even if you want to, even if you tried to, it says that there's no way to avoid the sin of racism. Um, If we're going to understand critical race theory, we have to understand that it comes from the discipline of critical theory, which has its origins in the Frankfurt School in Germany, its origins in Marxist 
communism, we need to understand the word critical. So critical isn't like, uh, I'm going to look at something with a critical eye or like discerning, analyzing or yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. Uh, the word critical in the social sciences uh, is geared toward identifying and exposing problems in order to facilitate revolutionary political change. Mm. So critical theory is designed to bring about revolutionary change, not to see issues more clearly. Or, yeah, like with a discerning look or an analytical look, there's uh, right. what you're saying is, what I hear you saying, and correct me, is yeah. that there's there's almost like an we're looking at things with an agenda behind it. Yeah. There's a there's a predetermined agenda. Yeah. And then everything I see, I'm going to look through that lens. Now, theory, again, is not an analytical tool for measuring problems, but it, it, critical theory is a is a um, philosophy or worldview. Uh, if you watch the NCAA tournament, you saw players wearing uh, shirts that said there is no way around racism. The implication there is that it's just going to happen whether you want to or not. Uh, there's just no way around it. We so aspire. that that well that shirt is saying critical race theory. Yeah, that that's an example of what we can look at. And the fact is that we know if you follow Christ, yes. there is a way around racism, and his yes. name is Jesus. Uh, but critical race theory says you no. There's nothing that can be done. It's just a fact. You can you know. try all you want, but it's right. just going to happen. There's four tenets that critical race theory yeah, is based upon. I think upon. we need to know this because even it still can be a little murky, what you're yeah. saying. What is critical race theory? Tell us what it's based on. Number one, racism is normal. It's just common. So we are born uh, racist. So, and you're going to hear this from, you know, you're three months old. You're just racist. You know, it's just common. Uh, number two, um, it bases off convergence theory. Ba basically, that white people are only going to do something about racism um, insofar as it converges uh, with some other people's thoughts or desires. For instance, I'm only going to do something about racism if it benefits me. That's, that's what the presupposition is. Not because I really want to bring about biblical justice, but only if it benefits me. And that's dangerous. Yeah, that is. Uh, number three, it questions equality theory. It questions legal reasoning. Um, it questions constitutional law. So we don't want a verdict based upon the evidence. We want a verdict based upon um, a predetermined outcome in our mind. Hmm. And then number four, uh, I'd say maybe the, the most alarming. Yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> knowledge is socially constructed rather than an objective reality. In other words, if it's my experience, then it's true. This is why the, the, the bad thing about this is that scripture, according to critical race theory, is not sufficient. To me, this is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because Second yeah. <laughs> Timothy tells us that God, God God's word is sufficient um, to address everything, to reproof, to encourage yeah, so it, as a follower of Christ, if we're at a spot where we don't feel that the Bible is sufficient, we are in a problem. Yeah. We are in a problem because here's the, here is the bottom line. Uh, uh, the, the whole basis of our 
our our faith, everything rests within the scriptures. Yeah. That's our 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 faith and conduct. It's the highest. It's yeah. it's the authority. And so um if we get to that place, we're in a dangerous and that's where we see that critical race theory and uh, and Christianity are incompatible. They're they're incompatible with the if you could hear us if say you anything, really yeah please hear this. Hear this. And I want to add this too, is it places people into one of two groups. You are either the oppressed or you are the oppressor. Yeah. And really where this is headed is evangelical Christianity is the ultimate oppressor. Uh, not biblically, of course. We're talking what uh, this is according to critical according race to theory. According to critical race yeah. theory because it suppresses others. We it, know that It, it really is. Um, it's just really labeling people. Yeah. And I, I think this is why it matters. Hmm. So we need to talk. So we've, we've kind of understood a little bit about what CRT is, but why does it matter? Yeah. Because it ignores the humanity and, yeah. and, and of people. Oh, each, man, person, each person is made in the image of God. <laughs> Every person. Whether yep. they acknowledge it or not, it's actually irrelevant. Um, I mean, yep. not that it's not important, but it doesn't change the fact that every human being yes. has been in created, <laughs> created in the image of God. And this is a dangerous thing because it, if we don't believe that, we won't look at humanity with correct vision. <sighs> that, that just breaks my heart yeah. because when we look at people, regardless of... Uh, where they're coming from, regardless of their skin color, we need Past to look at them anything. as <laughs> yeah. God. They are image bearers of God. Every single human, and and that is a key fundamental um, point in following Christ is that we recognize the humanity in each person. Mm. And critical race theory breaks people down into. Um, various identities and the identity is not the fact that they're made in the image of God. And it, exactly. it really is, is dangerous, but it also CRT, it matters that we study this because CRT ignores the sin of humanity. Oh, man. Uh, we are all sinful. Every one of us. <laughs> and, yeah. and that is where, when you look around at the world and you think what has happened, you see it right there. Mm-hmm. Sin. That's what's happened. Yeah, I mean, we we are we are we know. First uh, Corinthians fifteen twenty two, Paul says, "For it, for as in Adam all die, so in Christ all are made alive." Notice this: it's not through an enlightenment that we come alive; it's through the person of Jesus Christ. We've all sinned; we we come into a hopeless situation, but God's given us hope. That that's where I think the gospel <laughs> there is hope. Yes, directly yes. interrogates critical race theories because without Christ, we're hopeless. But it's through Christ we can have hope. And yes. <laughs> um, CRT says you can only have hope if you agree to these things. Yeah, and wow, Jesus just takes that all and says, no, I am hope. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if, if hope has a name, its name is yeah, Jesus. Exactly. And so uh, we, we kind of hit this, but CRT replaces God's word as sufficient. It yeah. says for you to really understand and for you to really do anything, you must read all these books about yeah. X or you must listen to these authors or you must renounce this part of your life or, or whatever. Uh, God's word is sufficient. Mm. And uh, I mean. believe God's word is sufficient for every situation we come into. That's why I, I find it so important that we're in the word, yep. that when we're at church, that we are, are preaching from the word, not feel good messages or, yep. or like seven ways to a happier life. No. 
God wants us to be happy, yeah. but his word is what will transform. He sent his word to heal them. Oh, that's man. what You're I, I so no, but that's an important yeah, thing. If we don't feel that God's word can heal us, then it lacks power. Yeah. And then the author lacks power. Yeah. And, and you can see where that goes, where that ends up. And Paul, what does also Paul say? We fight with spiritual weapons, not <laughs> carnal weapons. And those spiritual weapons, one of which is God's word, they have the ability to pull down strongholds. This is a racism is a stronghold to be yes, fought with by please. spiritual yes. weapons, not a theory that's based not in scripture. Yes. Sorry, I'm not okay, getting you're right. I, Well, we get passionate about this because because this next point that CRT keeps people in bondage. Oh my goodness. Um, I am all about freedom. <laughs> and and Christianity is all about freedom. The people yes. who say Christianity is a list of do's and don'ts, they don't understand who no. Jesus is. Jesus came to set the captive free. Yes, he did. He said, uh, if you are free, you are free indeed. Yep. And so CRT says what we kind of said before, that there's no way to end racism, that you're just racist. I believe that there are racist people in the world, absolutely, because yep. sin is in the world. Sin is in the human heart. And yep. and so th- that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I-, I see people who are misogynist. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. Uh, I see people who are abusers. It doesn't surprise me because sin lives in the so human heart. So we're not heart. saying so, that there's not injustice. There's injustice. Because we live in a sinful yes. world and people's... Uh, yeah. Oh my. Okay, yeah. so that is not what I'm saying. But I am saying... What I preach every day with my life, I pray, but every Sunday, but every yeah. time we gather, what I'm proclaiming is you don't have to live in bondage. Amen. Yes. No, you uh, don't. You know, we, 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 we minister to people from all walks of life, you know, yeah. drug addicted, uh, people who are in other addictions, you know, I mean, people who have had past. Ask any follower of Christ and you will hear a story of I was once in bondage to sin. Yes. And now I'm free, not because I mustered up my good works or I read a couple of books that enlightened me because I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit that changed my life. And that can happen in a Mm -hmm. moment. Yes. Yes. We have to understand Jesus, Ephesians 2, Paul says he himself, Jesus is our peace. He broke down the dividing wall. We're not going to do it. No, he's the one. We're, we're, I am not saying, oh, I, I, I renounce critical race theory because I, I, it just makes me feel that. No, because it offers no hope. No hope, yeah. It's because we know there is a hope and, and it is Jesus. Uh, what else? Why else does it matter? Well, it proposes to do on earth what only God will do in the new Jerusalem, in the new creation. You read Revelation 21, 22, that see that there is the, the new Jerusalem where forever we're going to reign with Jesus forever. There will be, uh, God's going <laughs> to pull justice and righteousness and the zeal of the Lord will accomplish this, Isaiah yep. says. Um, but CRT proposes to create sort of a utopian society now. Now, I would, I, I love it when if everybody could walk in forgiveness and repentance, but that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is about. Jesus has accomplished it, um, and there will be injustice, unfortunately. On this earth. Yeah. On this earth. Jesus came. This is not a perfect world. <laughs> if you lived in the time of Jesus, you may have been frustrated with him because he was talking about a kingdom you wanted him to overthrow Rome. But he said, I've come to bring about a kingdom that's greater than Rome, and one day you're <laughs> yes. going to see it. Yes, So. We should address injustices where they may be, but we also understand that it's not going to be perfect until the one who is perfect comes, gathers his church to himself. The rapture, we could talk about eschatology, but there will come a day when we're going to live in perfection in the new Jerusalem. And 
no theory or man or author, social scientist will bring it about. The king of kings. Yes. And I, I could hear somebody listening to you say that and yeah. go, okay, so we just give up. Oh, we just don't no. care. So we just do whatever. No. Yeah, actually, and and that is absolutely not at all. What we're saying is there's just, there is just a reality. We live in a yep. fallen world and we are expecting a world that is to come. We're expecting a kingdom that is to come and we're yep. expecting and we will live in perfection yeah. because it will be awesome. <laughs> and we should meet needs now. Absolutely. We should do that. This absolutely. is not like, well, let's just hold on until heaven no, and we no, all no, no. escape us. We should meet needs now. God's empowered us through the Holy Spirit to do that. Yes, we can, we can do that. Absolutely. Uh, Oslam Sensoy and Robin D'Angelo, CRT theorists, they say this, this is how they say about critical race theory. They say this critical race theory, an approach based on critical theory, causing to question the idea that objectivity is desirable or even possible. So critical theorists say, well, objective, objective uh, reality is, is not even possible, not even desirable. We know. That's not true. Uh, God is truth. Yes. He is the way. Um, okay, so why does it matter? I mean, we, we've got quite a few because it's, yep. it's seriously such an important, and I, I, I really feel this one is This key, is good. This is, is that um, it important. redefines one's human sexuality. CRT mm -hmm. says that to insist upon one correct way of expressing one's sexuality is oppressive. And yeah. I, I really think that as believers in Christ, we need to understand where this is connected to. Mm -hmm. uh, there is, uh, God created human sexuality. He created two genders, male and female, yep. in the image of God. He created them. Yes. And uh, there are, that's a whole nother podcast to talk <laughs> about um, how men and women can image God appropriately. Mm. I mean, that's a whole well, nother, a I know yeah. that would be, maybe we should do <laughs> Let's that. Let's write that down. Uh, write it down. Uh, it's on tape so we can um, get that. But um, CRT really opens the door to anything yeah. as far as um, human sexuality and that's a slippery slope. It's it's the same. So we have to understand critical race theory is not just about race. Yeah, please it's hear about that. It's about oppression or even perceived oppression. So if you can be labeled in a press category, um, then everybody else oppresses you, regardless of what scripture says. Again, it comes back to what scripture says. Yeah. And so it does. Um, CRT also yeah. redefines the family. It says that there is no single model for a healthy family. Um, you know, I did an internship at Focus on the Family and I, I tell you, I learned incredible things uh, working and learning there for six months. And let me just tell you, uh, according to scripture, there is a model for a healthy family. Yeah. Yes. Now, I understand that we live in a world that where sin has entered. So there's death, there's divorce, mm -hmm. there's things and that. So if you're listening to this and you're going, well, oh, I, 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 there is one model for a healthy family but god's spirit can come into any oh, you know yes. situation where there's been death or mm -hmm. divorce and and there can be healing and, and restoration but there is a, a a set prescription a mom and a dad yeah. that raise children to love and to honor christ yeah we just need to come back to that yeah god set the family for a reason and it's life-giving and much of what we see in our world is really related to the breakdown of a family i mean it just is i know yep. that crt rejects that thinking but um i 
I just, I know it to be true. I, you can Mm -hmm. look around. I taught in the school systems um, and you can, you can see it on the children's faces. It's real. It's real. Uh, CRT redefines justice. So when you hear people talking about social justice, it sounds good because we want to live in a just society. I do. We all do. Um, But it redefines justice because justice becomes the agenda I want to champion, regardless of whether or not the argument I use to get there is true. Truth matters. (laughs) Truth matters. I want to encourage you. There is a book. I want to encourage you to purchase it. Vodi Bauckham wrote the book recently, Fault Lines, the book called Fault Lines. And in it, he says this. Much has been said recently about seeking justice, and I could not agree more. However, we must be certain that we pursue justice on God's terms. Biblical justice. Biblical justice. Yes. And not justice on what we're feeling or our, on our narrative. You're going to hear the word narrative a lot, narratology, that says, uh, well, this happened to me, so this happened to everybody like me. Um, you know, uh, we must pursue justice on God's terms. And as we look at scripture, God tells us how to do that. We, ha- we need to know though, even though we're going to face injustice in this world, but, but you know, the great thing about it is God is just, <laughs> oh, they, God is just, yes. and he's going to uphold justice and he's, he's the avenger. We don't do that. He, he comes and he avenges and he writes the wrongs. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I think if you read scripture and you see how God uses even injustice to to bring about good, that is the message of the gospel. The center. It it is. I mean, if if you read all of scripture, many unjust things Mm -hmm. occurred. But God. <laughs> That's mm. what I would say. There's the whole but God. And if we ignore that, we ignore uh, just, I just think, a part of God's character, who he is, and what he wants to accomplish in our lives. And so um, I would probably venture to guess that every single person who's watching this podcast, yeah. something unjust has been done to you mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. We get a choice. Yeah. Will we give it to God and say, you take care of it? Or will we try to hold on to it and make a mess of it through bitterness or revenge or whatever X, Y, Z may be? And and for the believer in Jesus Christ, we understand that we live with eternity in mind. Yeah, I understand that God has promised me some things. God has has done some 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 Mm -hmm. amazing things in my life, and I expect even more. But I know that I may not even see them all on this side of eternity. Yeah, because one day I will see perfectly. I see I I see dimly now, but one day I will see it all clearly. So I think that's important. So that's good. uh, Those are some reasons why it matters. And if you can't tell, we're pretty passionate about this because. the next generation matters. Oh, and this the current generation is incredibly important. But I see how yeah. the next generation this is an attack on 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 the future, and so uh, we need to understand it. But we want to also kind of share with you where are we seeing this? Is this just an idea out there floating around, or is this happening in our life? Well, I really believe that God has really brought this to our attention through yeah. a lot of different ways, in crazy ways, in the last several uh, months. Uh, that we don't even really have time to share with on the podcast. But we are both pursuing um, higher education, and we both have been encountering this through readings yeah. and class experiences. And so, um, you know, this is kind of brought yeah. to our attention. But 
I would say even turn on the news, even mm-hmm. turn on what's happening in the world, and you will begin to hear some key phrases, some things yes. that you will know this is happening. Um, you're seeing this happen in workplace trainings. Yep. How to, um, and these are all built in CRT. How to be more, like diversity training, how to be yes. more diverse. And at first, of course, you think, well, okay, that's good because I want to be more diverse. I want to be, uh, but but the, the the motive behind it is is a lot different. What it's going to say is um, you're less, if you're, if you're this group, if you're white or whatever, based upon your skin color, you're less than. Yeah. And that's, that's never good. No. Um, we're, we're seeing it in books, in Christian bookstores. Now, yeah. I don't want to scare you every... You know, your Christian bookstore is still a good place. We love taking our family there. Yeah, we go. <laughs> but there are some books under the guise of being a Christian author that are promoting CRT. There's a big one right now, Be the Bridge by Latasha Morrison. Sounds good. Jesus like, Heart for Racial. Like, yeah, yeah, Jesus Heart for good. Racial Reconciliation. But behind it is the world of, of critical race theory that's not based in the gospel truth, but based on this this theory that is self-asserting. And so I, I would encourage you to, to really think about what you read. Yeah, and and you've read a lot of books yes. that were proponents of CRT. It's yeah. not that we're saying don't read it, yeah. but we're saying know what you're reading. Read it with a discerning heart. Know what yes. you're reading. And, and we should do that with everything. I mean, this is a blanket statement. Yeah. I love how the Brians were commended because they took everything back to Scripture. Yes. And so... That is my goal in life. You know, if I hear something, mm-hmm. I hear even somebody says, hey, listen to this preacher. Tell me what you think. I always go in. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, I let me find out this thing. I'm not talking about not that. Not with a cynical no, attitude. Please no, please don't do that. It, it, you know what? Everybody makes mistakes. I, I want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Did I say like Moses built the temple one time? Or something? You know, who knows? I'm pretty sure I've said that. <laughs> I actually think that was your example. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, but, you know, we all like just in the moment make mistakes. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm saying is the teaching lining up with scripture. That's good. That means we need to be um, scholars of the scripture. Yeah. That means that we need to be ingesting it and taking it to the Holy Spirit and saying, Enlighten me, show me. You're going to yes. lead me into all truth. That's what Jesus told us. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Yes. Um, schools. It's being taught. This is yeah. not. Um, this should not be a surprise to us. But this is hitting curriculum. We had some people tell us that uh, living in Chicago, this is coming to uh, like through friends. They told us this is coming into the school system. You need to be aware of what yeah. your kids are reading, what they're being taught, um, and who their teachers are, um, all of that. Honestly, the thing that scares me the most is that this is being taught in some churches. Yeah. And being taught that the Bible is not sufficient, that you need to repent for your whiteness. Um, mm. and, and really, whiteness is not being a certain color of skin. It's a way of thinking. So, what, right. so you, maybe research that. Or we could talk about that at, yeah. way, at some point. But um, I, I, I'm, I'm fearful. If, if ever a preacher is saying, the Bible is not sufficient to reach these needs, or Jesus' uh, death and resurrection is not sufficient to to solve problems. I'm concerned. And what you will hear is th- what they're going to say is, yeah, the Bible's important, but it's not going to stand on its own because you, you need to do these other things. That's a, that should be an alarm, kind of a trigger phrase. Yeah. Um, what do we do about this? I know what can be tempting to do. Like maybe um, we find ourselves seeing this, you know, um, and you're like, what do I do? Okay, so do I hide out? <laughs> yeah. Do I 
get mad? Do I run around like the sky is falling? Like, what do I do? Just get grouchy. Yeah. I don't think any of those are appropriate. Okay. So, uh, I think we do this, what with anything that mm-hmm. we have seen in, in, in times past and, and right now, I think the number one thing to do is to pray. Oh, I think pray. to pray that God will, will, continue to show you all truth. I think to pray over your children. I Mm. think to pray over um, people. I mean, like pray over all of these things. Take it to the Lord. Uh, He cares about it more than we do. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your pastor. Uh, These these are interesting times. He he or she, they they need our support. Yeah. Um, And I want to hit number two so hugely. Mm. Stay grounded in the scripture. I don't think they're um, in our lifetime, like... I don't know, 40 years, um, 39, um, that, uh, 41. 41 for Sorry. you, uh, you're just, you know, you've had a lot more experience. So, uh, any time in our life that there has been such an urgency to stay connected to scripture. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that like, oh, it didn't matter 20 years ago. No, it's always mattered. Yeah. But let me just tell you the, the bombardment of attacks against scripture, I don't feel are going to lighten up. In fact, yeah. I think the, the, the battle is increase. going to rage more intensely, but yeah. I believe the revival that comes with that oh, is going to man. be just as equally more intense. So, but yes. I, I think that if you're going to make it, you're going to be somebody who, who is grounded in mm-hmm. God's word. Um, it will not be enough to just, well, I, I read it, you know, once or, you know, God's word's yeah. got to be saturated in our spirits. So. Yeah. And we said this, but be aware of what your children are learning. Just kind of re- run and reiterate that. But I think a big thing is somebody who disagrees with you on this, they're not your enemy. <laughs> Again, treat treat individuals like they're image bearers because they are. Yeah. Uh, you know, our common enemy is the devil. Yes. And, and he we, seeks to divide and do. We oh wage war against this, the, the powers of this dark world. Yes. We're not waging war against somebody who may disagree with you. Somebody... And so we need to keep that in focus. If we're deep rooted, uh, we're gonna Which is we're gonna what the podcast is we're, called. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be kind. We're gonna be gracious. We're gonna be rooted in God's word it, it, through prayer. And you know what? We're not gonna be um, the the people with inflaming rhetoric. Yeah, we just want to be people of love. And I think that doesn't mean oh, well, don't talk about it. Oh, talk about no, it. No, I I think. Talk about it in love. Exactly. But this is a topic that needs to be challenged and needs to be talked about and needs to be like, um, you know, you might even hear somebody saying some things that line up with CRT, like, <laughs> well, and and I could see somebody listening to this podcast. This is all great, Jeff and Rochelle. Thanks for the information, <laughs> but you're white. Yeah. You're white. And so, of course, you would say this. So I, I really don't want to hear white people talk about this. I want to only hear black people talk about this. Or I only want to hear uh, Asian people talk. Yeah, whoever. I, I, I'm just, I, 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 I want to reject that thinking. Yeah. Um, because I, I think that kind of lines up with here that, that each of us can go to God's word and understand things by spending Every. time with him and, and talking, you know, of, of course I understand that, you know, like, um, you know, there are certain people like, I, I don't know if I want to talk to my neighbor about open heart surgery. I want to talk to the cardiologist. I get that. Yes. But I think we need to understand what we're saying and going and, 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 and study yeah. and things such as that. Isn't it amazing that the first person at the tomb in John was Mary? 
I think that's interesting because women's testimonies weren't accepted because after all they were women. What did they know according to scripture? Now I'm not I don't hold no, that. Not belief. according to scripture, but according to according, the time. According the to the ancient time. Palestine, not yeah. scripture. <laughs> but Jesus decided to flip it. He flipped that script. He, that's right. He flipped it. I tell you what. As followers of Christ, we all can speak on this and be champions for biblical justice. And I really think that is something that the enemy could use to say to you, well, you got to be silent because of your color of skin or because of your gender or because of your background. That is what the enemy always tries to do is to silence you. Every single time. And I... I don't want you to fall into that trap. Yeah. It, and I think it, it I, I will admit it could be a little alarming because I thought, you know, well, what do you know? I don't want anybody to yeah. think we're bad by sharing this <laughs> podcast. No, it's never bad to share truth. Yes. It's never. always the right time. It's always the it's right time right. to share truth. And it's always the right time to share truth and love. Yes. <laughs> and so um, I hope this was um, informative. Yeah. I hope this challenged you maybe it even said hey i want to i want to check yeah. this out a little bit more yeah so do that do some more reading do some more research uh, uh, feel free to email us if email you want us. some books i mean you oh yeah I could, <laughs> I could i could give you some um but we're praying for you um we love you guys and i'm telling you what um share this with somebody yeah Share this with somebody so that they know what, what's going on and yeah. how can we do something about this. All right. Uh, we will see you next time. But until next time, hey, let's stay deep-rooted. 